time, Detroit. It's time, Detroit. It's time. It's playoff time, Detroit. Let's go to work. Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of the Buffs on Podcast. We got Connie, we got Gabe, we got Valley, and today we are giving you guys some hot takes for the Pistons and the NBA. So uh, without uh, much delay, we're going to jump right into it. Uh, Connie, why don't you start off with your first hot take of the night? My first hot take following their trade to get Donovan Mitchell the Cleveland Cavaliers will win the Eastern Conference this year. And by win, I mean regular season, first seed, regular season. God damn it, Jaggy. Uh, <laughs> first seed in the Eastern Conference, Cleveland Cavaliers. Wow, that's a big one. Uh, Gabe, Valley, what are your reactions to Cavs winning? Um, I'll hop in first, if I may, because I know I talked to you about this a minute. <laughs> my, my hot take was the Cavs. I guess it wasn't as hot. The Cavs were to uh, we're gonna win the Central Conference, Central Division, uh, meaning they would beat out mainly Milwaukee for that. Um, so I'm all for it. I see no reason why they're not gonna be a great regular season team, but I don't think I'm gonna put them a level above the Heat in the regular season. I or like Boston. at least not all of these teams. If Milwaukee, yeah, Boston, Miami, Philadelphia. Uh, who knows about Brooklyn? But like, it's just like, <laughs> they're going to be better than all those teams. But I could see it. I don't think it's the craziest thing I ever said. That better and number one seed. Two yeah. Teams. Okay. They I know. Won the I know. Eastern yeah. Conference last year with fifty-three wins. Just like the Jazz every year, they rack up wins and then they're not the best team. Oh, but I also think they can make some noise. I think this is a ridiculously good Cleveland team. Like, yeah, I love the trade. I yeah. think they can get exposed in the playoffs. I think so. They're too small. They're too, they got two seven-footers on the court, bro. Okay. It's the exact same thing in Utah. It's not, though. We they have Gobert in the middle. <laughs> you got a better point guard. Donovan Mitchell doesn't have to be. That's the whole thing. Like, Donovan Mitchell has been the point guard on that team recently. He's not a point guard. He's a shooting guard. You got Darius Garland, good to elite point guard. You have two interior defenders. Both of which can also do something, or at least Mobley can do something that Gobert doesn't do, which is switch. And like when he switches out on the Jazz, when Gobert switched out, they they were useless because there was no other defender to play anything. If Mobley yeah. switches out, you got Allen behind him. If Allen switches out, you still have Mobley behind him. Like this is a really strong team. And I like. Um, sorry, Emmett. Go ahead. No, no, you go. You go. Oh, I was gonna say. Um, that starting small forward spot is kind of up for grabs. I think it's going to be Isaac <laughs> And his job is just going to be guard the other team's best player. So Spida and Darius Garland don't have to. So they can save a lot of their energy for that ridiculously good offensive backcourt they're going to have. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that also makes Karis LeVert sixth man of the year, possibly. Yeah, and that's the role he needs. Like He's not a starter, Karis LeVert. He'll be really good off the bench. Exciting for him. Heard yeah. some crazy things about the Mobley jump shot this offseason, too. So Really? Yeah. That's scary. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I was with Gabe a little bit on their one through three is a little small for me. Um, but I'm interested to see, you know, what if they use some sort of defensive scheme to kind of make up for that. Um, and their second unit's a little concerning to me. Um, I don't think Ricky Rubio is going to be right there out the gate. Um, don't they have Neto now? Uh, they also got uh, Jetty Osman, Kevin Love. Um, and of course, the aforementioned Karis Levert. So they'll be a fun team to watch for sure. I'm just, uh, I'm a little worried about that one through three in closing minutes of games. I would, if I were them, Kevin Levert's been playing well. I would try to use that contract, maybe some other assets. They still have a 24 pick to try to bolster that wing that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what they do for sure. That's for sure. Uh, so we'll go with Gabe now. Gabe, what is your first hot take of the night? Um, I guess I'll stay with the good teams. I think 
Denver will be the best team in basketball. Ooh. Just not necessarily a record, maybe not even championship winner, but I just think they're just going to have like a unit of Jamal Murray, KCP, Bruce Brown, uh, Jokic, and what's his name? MPJ, I think. Yeah, MPJ. Lineup in the NBA. That's, I, mean, I like that. That's, that's a big one. I mean, we know MPJ showed out in the Rico Hydra. Yeah, he was great. <laughs> Take that with what you will. Uh, Connie, your reactions? Um, I mean, I don't fully disagree that they had like what eight games that one season where everybody yeah. was healthy and they played together and they were seven and one. They killed. I remember watching them play the Clippers, and it like it didn't feel close. Like I was watching that game, and it was really just like Denver's better than these guys. That being yeah, said, uh, I worry about them a little bit defensively. Because it's really just like Gordon. Gordon plays defense. Oh, yeah, Aaron Gordon. Yeah. Aaron Jokic, Gordon, yeah. Jokic tries, but Jokic is – I don't care what the advanced stats say. Jokic is not a good defender. Uh, <laughs> he gets burned. I mean, he gets it back, but he gets burned. Best team in basketball? I don't know about that, but it's a hot take, you know. It's a hot take, that's for <laughs> sure. Uh, Valley, what do you think about the Nuggets being the best team in the NBA? Um, definitely not record wise, because I'm assuming Murray is good to go now, but this guy hasn't played Jamal Murray hasn't played in a long time coming off that, that ACL tear. Um, Michael Porter Jr. Can't seem to play more than like three days in a row before he goes out. So in terms of a record, I don't really see that happening, even though they are consistently very good. Who would you have them above or who would you, who would you have above them record wise then? Like who's, who's saying, can I, can I segment this into my hot take and then we can just talk about both of them? Yeah, because mine's Minnesota tops the West. Ooh, I, I'm glad I didn't ask earlier because Connie was saying Gobert is not switchable, so I was going to bring that up. Yeah, but this is the regular season, and they're going to top the regular season. Cat is going to be ridiculous. He'll, I think he'll have a bit more freedom at the four. Um, I know An- it's An- Anthony Edwards' stock is pretty high right now, but I would still buy it because I'm very just sure on him being a superstar. Um, could see a potential, and not this year, but like within a couple of years, you know, like a dark horse MVP candidate. He's just got all the tools that an NBA score needs. Um, but I love the addition of um, of Gobert. I love the double big man. Um, obviously, love D'Angelo Russell there. Mm-hmm. They didn't hold on to Malik Beasley though, did they? Yeah, no, I think they Torian Prince. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but above them, I I would put um. I would put Minnesota above them just because that's my hot take. I, I still rank um, Golden State above them. I could, other than that, I don't think I can firmly say anybody else. I was going to think Portland, but no, you never know. I could see Mavs, perhaps. And I, I, I was going to say maybe Dallas, but I think, I don't know. Wait, did I you think... not say Phoenix? And Phoenix, yeah. 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 Phoenix. 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 <laughs> really doesn't matter. Jaden McDaniels might. Great defender. That'd be a crazy lineup with him. With the did they keep him? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they did. Okay. I really like Vanderbilt, but yeah, I like. Uh, I kind of agree with Valley. Um, I think having Gobert really will unlock some stuff for the Timberwolves. Um, I'd be interested to see how Gobert does on a team that might actually like give him lobs or something. And there's really like zero pressure for him to do anything offensively, right? Like, yeah, Towns, Russell, and, and take all the shots in the yeah. game. But, like, these guys with actually, like, a guy. Then again, Towns is really good in the post. And, like, when he actually does do post touches, he will actually tear some dudes up every once in a while. Like, if it's a, a, a bigger guy. Um yeah, and, and Towns is super skilled as a passer, I think. I think we're going to see him with a lot of smaller guys on him now that he is playing the four, guys he can take advantage of. And that double is going to come a lot. So I think a lot of, like, touch passes, a little just drop-offs to Gobert. I think Gobert, there's no reason he shouldn't average more points a game just up dunks. Like, he can still dunk. He I can take back my last, my last statement because we saw him getting guarded by Nick Batum in that Clippers playing game. <laughs> that would be the smaller guy that gets switched on. The yeah, net. but that was like five people swarming. He, he he also tried to post up a, a French point guard. I mean, a Spanish 
point guard or something, and he couldn't do it. Here, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then Cole. Oh yeah, that, little, that fadeaway. Gobert's not going to be asked to post up at all. I think at any point in the season, there's so much offense that they don't they don't ever need to once go to them. They also have Greg Monroe, so <laughs> he's, they have they have Moose, they have Luca Garza too. Mm, that's right. That's right. What's their bench though? Yeah, I was I just thinking about that. Their starting five, I think, yeah, can just about hang with anybody. I think with who starts at the three for them? I think it's Torian Prince. Jaden McDaniels, Torian Prince. Jayden, yeah, either one of them. Um, yeah, one of them. I'm, I'm not the biggest D'Angelo Russell guy, but you still have D'Angelo Russell. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, the bench – I mean, they brought in um, slow-mo Kyle Anderson. Slow-mo – I love slow-mo for this team, actually. I think he's such a good connective piece. He was so, like, one of my favorite role players in the NBA. Yeah, and he'll help. I, I think they're in, they're in kind of a – Similar boat as the Cavs, not just because they've got the two big guys around the four or five, but they could definitely use some more depth. Um, maybe at the wing, but maybe just in general. Um, Losing well, hurts, especially as they win games. What do you say? Beverly losing him hurts. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's yeah. a culture guy. That's definitely gonna hurt. Yeah. I mean, their bench isn't like amazing, but it, it could do something. They got Eric Pascal. Nas Reed, Bryn Forbes, Jordan McLaughlin, Austin Rivers, uh, Wendell Moore coming out of Duke. So it'll be interesting to see how they utilize that second unit. Nas Reed, uh, Nas Reed had, I liked him in those, in those plays. Yeah, he had a good little play. Yeah. Dude, he, like, when Towns, like, the games where Towns was really not doing anything, Nas Reed, I thought, came with, like, a really good energy. But, um, yeah, I, I isn't how hot how hot does that take? Oh, I thought it was relatively hot. I think it's hot. I think it's hot. Um, yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen either. <laughs> uh, so we got Connie and Gabe. You both got one more NBA hot take, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Connie, why don't we start with you? What is your second hot take? You want to go NBA? Yeah, go NBA, and then we'll go Pistons. Zion Williamson, MVP. <laughs> Oh, okay. Zion, uh, the last time he played with a worth supporting cast, put up 27 points per game from like unreal efficiency, like Shaq like domination efficiency type numbers. Like, truly, when he plays, he is uncheckable, he's unguardable. And those 27 a game, half that first part of the season, Stan Van Gundy was playing as like a big man. Second half of the season, they actually got him as, like, the ball handler and some pick and rolls, and that's when he really started, like, like honest, dominating. Domi- like, he was, when he played, I think, I don't know, he was all-NBA first-team caliber type player. He obviously didn't get the game to the time in to actually become all-NBA, but I think this upcoming season, you have C.J. McCollum on that team. You got great – Really a solid team all around him. CJ, Brandon Ingram, uh, the rookie, Trey Murphy. Who Jose Alvarado. Trey Murphy is good. Yeah, Jose. Like, and I think if they put the ball in his hands, which I I think they should, um, like Brandon Ingram, like this, he is the def- – like Brandon Ingram is good. Zion is the definition of a Batman. Like – He's Batman, and Brandon Ingram could be a fantastic Robin, and then I don't know. CJ, I like it. I like it on the periphery, just getting any bucket that comes to him, which I think CJ plays a perfect role as. Like he could really just find a bucket when a bucket needs to be found. But yeah, Zion Gabe MVP. Gabe, what do you think about Zion being an MVP over the people you got uh, as winning, uh, having the best record in the NBA in Nikola Jokic and the Nuggets? Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a three-peat for Jokic. It's not going to happen with the voters, but I, I, my vote's for, for Luka. I think the Mavs are going to be top three, but behind Luka, probably Zion. Like, it makes sense. He's, he's going to be the point guard on their team. He's going to, like Connie said, have the ball in his hands, and there's no one in the NBA that can guard him. So, That's yeah, it's a, it's a decent take. 
Valley, what do you think? Zion for MVP. For MVP, uh, it's a bit too late for me, but I'm a bit concerned on how they're going to use Zion. Uh, you mentioned Ingram, fantastic with the ball in his hands. So I'm just wondering, like, how everything's going to flow. Because on paper, the roster is fantastic there. But my concern is just, like, McCollum's not really a point guard. I don't know really, Jose is a point guard. They don't really have, like, a great distributor, guy who gets you in your sets and is going to make plays for other people. But having said that, Zion is terrific. Ingram is terrific. I'm sure they can figure it out. I was actually buying my Brandon Ingram stock this summer. I don't know if you guys saw that picture of him in the lab where he just looks like – Yeah, like a wild man. Yeah. So, you know, he's just been hooping, you know. Um, but I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how those two guys play together. Um, but no reason it shouldn't work. And I think Ingram will take a step in the playmaking department. Um, now that hopefully Zion can play. But the thing with Zion is if he plays, it's possible. I, I won't rule that out. But the thing for him is he's got to play. Yeah, I see them as like a multi-headed monster. No singular point guard, but like I think that'll be a shortcoming come the playoffs. Like you'll be able to pressure up a little bit and like I don't mm. know, maybe make a mess up their sets. Like regular season, I think you can split the playmaking duties be- between those three guys. Like Zion was four assists a game last year. Like even more reps at that. I think he has the passing chops. Uh, the only thing I think for them is like you got to get the wins up there for him to be MVP. Like. W's need to be you coming. need 50 wins at least, probably. Yeah. yeah. He was yeah, seven, I mean, seven, seven and four last season. Like, yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they got a, a bunch of like tall defensive wings that can do that, could do something. I mean, you know, EJ Liddell is now on that team. Uh, uh, who's the other guy? Um, Herb Jones is there. Dyson Daniels was just drafted there. So it'll be interesting to see how they utilize those guys too. Of one more, like he he will also have to pick it up defensively. Like maybe yeah, he can get it out of it. Stan Van could not get it out of him. He did not play a whole lot of defense, and there's really no reason not to because just like on the offensive end, his physicality makes him unstoppable. There's really no reason he shouldn't be a really good defender. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, Gabe, what is your second hot take for the NBA? I think Charlotte will miss the play-in this season I, I, agree. <laughs> I fully agree yeah yeah i don't, I don't know is miles bridges playing he shouldn't be able to play but yeah i don't think so is he i have i don't know i feel like i just haven't heard from that in a minute so yeah. i feel like I'm, I'm assuming no but i don't know if there's been a formal like verdict on that so i'm not sure Montrez yeah. got his thing knocked down to a misdemeanor, so he should find an NBA contract this year, but I don't know if it's with Charlotte. Um, yeah, this team's not good, right? No. no. I don't think they're good at all. Not good. And, like, who else is on the team? I like uh, the the Duke center. What's his name? Mark Williams, yeah. Mark, I was just yeah. Gonna say Mark that. Williams. He's got a freaking gigantic wingspan. It's huge. But... No. I think I, I feel like Charlotte just um Gordon Hayward is still on that team. I forgot about yeah. that. Few plays. The almost piston Gordon Hayward. I I feel like they tried to win almost a year or two too early though. Like they got their guy. Yeah. Lamel is obviously a guy you can build a team around, but they tried to win too soon, I think, which is something we're doing fantastically well with. Um we'll see how this season goes. But they just tried to make it uh, make it official too soon that they're that they're back, and I think they're paying the price for that now. And I do think they will miss the plan. I don't think that's a. Huh. I think just yeah, there's a lot of extenuating circumstances on that team, like beyond team building, like you yeah, dudes, but a lot of variables. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, if I mean, they missed, yeah. Sorry, no. Shoot. Who do you think makes it if they miss it? Who do you think takes their spot? Who didn't make it last year? Knicks. Well, let me let me tell you about this. These Detroit Pistons. Yeah, I don't want to give away too much about one of my hot takes. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, we don't need to talk about the Hornets. Let's go to the hot take. <laughs> Knicks could take that spot for sure. Yeah, but I feel like the Knicks might even be aiming higher for that. Like, it, they the 10th seed for the Knicks, is that a successful season? I don't yes. think so. <laughs> yeah. Like, if for their expectations. The yeah, like, making the playoffs is a successful season for the Knicks. That's true. Like being in the actual, not like making it through the plan. That's fair. Uh, all right. So we went with Connie and Gabe for their last two NBA hot takes. So let's start with Valley. 
for our first Pistons hot take of the night. All right, uh, I'll start out with my my one that is the most tame, I think, and that's about Sadiq Bay. And I think his jump is to an all star all star level next year. That's my hot take. Um, I'm saying this because he works so hard, and I'm a firm believer in that in that internal development. Uh, and I think just everything's aligning perfectly for him here. I think we're going to find a way to get the most out of Sadiq Bey, and he had that somewhat experiment uh, experiment of a season last year, at least for parts of it, where we saw him grow his game a little bit. Those ugly games, that's all going to come into fruition now. You know, we're going to see him, I think, take more threes than, than, any, than anything else, and I think that percentage is going to increase. But we've all heard the stories of how hard this guy works, how we had to tell him to stop playing so much, that he really had to go take a vacation in the Rockies where he just hiked all the time. And that was his basketball break. So I'm just, I'm really on him. And I think he could make an all-star jump. And I think, yeah, that's my take. Connie, what do you think about Sadiq Bay being an all-star? Is he going to get the touches? You need touches to be an all-star, especially like as an offense first guy. Like you got a lot of other, was he second in the, in the rank, in the, like, uh, in the order of guys? Yeah. Last year? Yeah, I think so. One, Sadiq two. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I just think this will be too much of a get it by committee team. And if we're going to get an all star, it's going to be paid. I don't say, like, we'd, we'd have to actually be good, good to get two guys in there. We'd have to make like a Cleveland esque jump. Gabe, what do you think about Sadiq being an all star? I think you could get to like a borderline all-star level i don't think he's gonna make the team this year but i could see in a year or two maybe someone um, out and then dismiss like hey what about sadiq bay and then you have a conversation yeah maybe like probably not. 19 points per game eight rebounds that's fair i mean maybe if like four or five guys opt not to play or go down maybe there's a chance Sadiq gets in there but yeah the the east front court is never like crazy Durant might be injured you know yeah you have the big Giannis and Tatum and everything but behind that it's not really a deep uh deep uh front court conference yeah Ben Simmons may not play at all <laughs> yeah. yeah so there's not many guys that you could throw in there but uh on. what's that Jalen Brown yeah, Jalen Brown. I was thinking about him too. Uh, but we'll we'll keep going. Uh, Connie, what is your first Pistons hot take today? My first Pistons hot take that I'm stealing right off of Valley's plate is probably the hottest take, and um, you know, it is the hottest take. It is Killian Hayes' most improved player. <laughs> Valley's going crazy oh. right now. <laughs> um, and that's basically just because this is the year. You know, if it's not happening this year, I'm out. It's not happening. Like, if he doesn't put it together right now, like, I'm finished with him. I'm out. I'm hopping off the Killian Hayes train. But before that happens, I'm going to take one last scenic ride on the Killian Hayes train. And I'm saying Killian Hayes, most improved player. He's going to come. He's going to be doing it off the bench. But he's going to be closing yeah. the game for us. It, you know, I'm counting on it. You know, just, I don't know. Give me Killian Hayes most improved as like a playmaker. And it goes hand in hand with my second hot take, which we can wait on. Or I All right, we'll wait on it. We'll wait on it. Gabe, okay. what do you think about Killian MIP? Uh, I don't know. After those Rico Hines runs. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I, I don't have too much stock in Killian right now. But, I mean, if it comes together for him, it's definitely the running type of offense that he'd like with Bagley, Diallo, I don't know who else, Alec Burks perhaps, and just a running gun kind of off the bench. And he could rack up a lot of assists, a lot of rebounds and steals, and a few points too. Yeah, that'll be key. And everyone wants to hear this. Valley, Killian Hayes, MIP, go. <laughs> it's funny because I, I was thinking about the same thing. I wanted to say it, but I didn't want to get made fun of. <laughs> You know, so I, I'm very glad somebody said it. But, um, yeah, it would really have to all come together this year and we'd have to win games for that to happen, Yeah, um, which is possible. But um, but really, yeah, like that backup game would really just have to be perfect for him at the same time that three would probably have to start falling. 
Um, but I love it. I love the pick. I'm all there for it. I'm, my Killian stock is never lowered, and I'm, I agree with Connie on this one. Yeah, I, I'm all in on Killian. Um, you know, like like Connie said, he's he's on one more scenic ride. You know, Killian Hayes is like that ride at an amusement park that looks really cool, but when you get on it, it's not fast at all. So I'm hoping. Hmm. I prefer <laughs> those. Such a good analogy. Oh, <laughs> it's so cool! It does all these fun things. But when you're on it, it's like, ugh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping he picks up some miles per hour. I I I. I don't know. I've taken a couple of scouting classes before and I've talked to so many scouts and they, I, they ask me my opinion and I say, I'm all in on Killian Hayes. I've said, I, I see the all defense potential there. Um, but I, I'm, I'm all for him. Uh, and, and they agree with me. So I'm, you know, if, if I see something and some guys who have NBA scouting experience, see something, it can't be lost hope. It just can't be lost hope. There's got to be some one more thing for Killian Hayes to unlock, and I'm hoping that happens this year. Um, but, Connie, you hinted at it a little earlier. What is your second Pistons hot take today? The second Pistons hot take, which goes hand-in-hand hand with Killian winning uh, most improved, is that the Pistons end with a top-eight record. I'm talking wow. in with home court in that second game, you know? I'm not saying we win those playing games, but top eight record. I think we have, if all goes right, an extremely balanced team, and balanced teams rock in the regular season. We have a extremely, we have a very competent, good, possibly great point guard. We've bolstered the shooting on this team. We've got a lot of big wings, um, switchable. We've found some really nice rollers. We have good defensive bigs we've got even a semblance of a bench even better if killian hayes is most improved then we have a good bench <laughs> so i think it could come to, this is the thing that i think it might like so a lot of people think i don't know maybe next year year after i think it could come come together a year early and my take is top eight i like it uh gabe what do you think about pistons being top eight how many wins do you think that is 44 what was it last year? It could be less than 40. 44 last year. What was 44? Ooh. <laughs> you got to stand by it now. <laughs> no, no, no. 40, okay, let's say it's 44. 40, yeah, this is the hot take. 44, yeah, we play good basketball. Like, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think 44 and 38. It's re- I think from the optimistic point of view, I think it's very reasonable. Uh, I think that's the jump. Like you said, no, no, listen, I think that's the jump. Not reasonable. <laughs> no, for a very optimistic person, like there's times where I, it's not like this every day, but like there's times I feel like this team could be, like you said, like really well balanced and just have so many weapons that I think it could come together and we could win 44 or so games, give or take a few. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think that's the optimistic view is like that. And then the pessimistic view is we're the 14th seed again. So it's a bit of a big, big difference. So it'll be interesting to see, but I'm all for it. What's the normal view for you guys? What do you guys like, like not no idea. what you actually expect? Like realistic or what we want to Realistically, see? how many realistic. Team is getting? If you had to guess. Yeah. 36. I was going to say 38. You guys are that high? Okay. 30. We're, come on now, of course. Say 30. Wait, I mean, I, last year. Oh no, we had like twenty-one last year. We were twenty-three last year. You want like a 19, 21 game jump? <laughs> a ten jump, ten game jump. I could go low thirties. Yeah. I was gonna go low thirties. Like a 34, 35 kind of Washington Wizards area. I was thirty-two, oh. thirty-three. Be a dub. That's like I think the over under twenty-eight and a half. About that. I thought it was 27 and a half. Yeah. I mean, like, like I've said on the pod before, I, I'm all for, you know, and I know Connie, you know, wants to start that winning culture. And I get that. I, I'm all for that. I mean, they started, what, what did we win? The 3v3 2K League tournament? I mean, we're starting yeah. a winning culture somewhere. So, <laughs> you know, I, I, I want to tank one more year. I want one more shot at the top four or five pick to add to this, this uh, core. And I think it'll really help us down the line. Um, 
but that's just me. I, I, I just I want one more year of competitive losing and then we can flip the switch. Uh, so we'll keep moving. Uh, Gabe, is it you? Is it time for your second hot take? Yeah. All right, shoot. Uh, I think Hamadou will, well, I don't think so, but Hamadou will play himself out of the rotation. Oh, <laughs> I like that. Shooting, lack of like real discipline to get better. And it's just, I don't know who's going to take it. Maybe Alec Burks, Jaden Ivey kind of eat up the whole rotation with Stu, uh, with uh, Bay at the three. And then, I don't know, there's just always a better option. That's fair. Uh, Valley, what do you think about Hamadou playing himself out of the rotation? Well, I, I appreciate, first of all, the different view here. Not all optimistic hot takes, but at the same time, because yeah. I, I disagree. Um, I think Hamadou earned his, his minutes last year, and he, and he really did have to earn those after being out of the rotation early on. But there's no way you can, like, that stretch of games where our whole team went missing with COVID, except for him and Luca Garza. And the guy was averaging, what, over the four-game stretch? Like, I think it was something ridiculous, like 32 a game. Yeah. Um, and I, I guess the case was we we didn't have like any athleticism or anyone like that. And we we have a few of those guys now, but I still think just like an energy guy like Hamadou Diallo is always guaranteed like you'll get minutes. Like even if it's not a lot, you'll get out there eight to like 12 minutes a game just of the high energy he brings and just because of his athletic tool. Uh, I guess with those like four game stretch where everybody's out, someone's got to score. Someone's got to put the ball in the bucket, and your yeah. Patriots are saving Lee and, and who is the Michael Potter? You know, someone's got to put the ball in the bucket. Uh, he was great, high energy at those times when he got all the shots and got a bunch of minutes. You wonder now with other guys ahead of him. I think uh, Livers even too kind of plays that yeah. spot, like a wing spot, more wing depth on this team, more guys that could shoot in space which i think is more valuable than energy especially kevin knox. shooting all right if he loses it <laughs> to kevin knox man i don't know like, if he loses it to knox then then something. <laughs> so, no. that's something else didn't um, you guys see knox in the rico hines he's mvp <laughs> what are you talking about yeah if he loses his spot to kevin knox <laughs> kevin knox is either on like it has totally turned his career around or Hamu just actually doesn't deserve to be in the NBA, which I don't think he's going to lose his spot to Kevin Knox. But yeah, is he going to maintain that same great energy, you know, trying hard all the time when your minutes are like cut? What's the bare minimum three-point percentage Hamu needs to stay in the rotation, Gabe? That's what I think the most important thing is, is his shot. Because if you play with, Killian, if you play with Ivy, they're not shooters. We need like a person to stretch the pain a little bit. 33%. That's fair. That's I'm for that. I mean, a lineup. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but a lineup of Killian, Ivy, Hamadou, Bagley, and Nerland's Noel. Let's just put yeah, all those. <laughs> <laughs> not a lineup that's going to win anything. Uh, Gabe, me and Valley have a, a bet between who's going to shoot a higher percentage from three this upcoming year. Oh, that's right. That's right. Jaden Ivey or Killian Hayes. Who do you think is it? Who do you think it's going to be? Killian. Oh, really? Ooh. I think <laughs> over Hayden and Ivy shooting. A I think Ivy will be a high twenty percent shooter. Yeah, I was thinking 27, 28. Wow. I'm a little higher on Ivy's three-point percentage than you guys. Are. I mean, I am too long-term. It's just this you year. I mean, just the summer league, he looks so rushed. And even in the Rico Hines, like, one of the threes he made, he had to bank it in. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he meant yeah, to. Yeah, but, like, he still made him in the summer league. <laughs> yeah, but, like, I, I don't know. I, I really want him to impress me with it. It's just what kind of looks is he going to get, right? If they're, if they're going to give him space and time to size it up, then, yeah, I'd say low 30s. But if they're going to close out aggressively on him, I don't think it's above 30. Well, they pulled out aggressively on him. He doesn't take that shot. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't blow by him. Like, That's true. They have, like, the space is, yeah, no. If they close out aggressively on him, it's already over. Like, the space is something they're going to, like, have to give him, at least to some extent. Because 
He loves that left wing, though. I've noticed that. A lot of his made threes are from that left wing. Even uh, in the Rico Hines run, that th- step back three he made was on the left wing. Summer League, I think he had uh, one in the first game. And the step back three he made in the second game was from the left wing. So let's see how many he takes from that spot. Uh, so we'll keep going. Uh, Valley, you still got your two piston takes, right? Oh, I already had one. I, oh, you I, already I, had one. I, I right. some lined up, so as many as yeah. you want to go with. Yeah, go. All right, this one's not particularly next season. It's more of a long-term hot take. Cade Cunningham will retire with multiple all-defensive teams. Ooh. Okay. And I wanted to go a bit outside the box, but I've noticed he's a pretty good on-ball stopper, and I just looked at the basic numbers. Uh, advanced metrics, not so good, but uh 1.2 steals a game and 0.8 blocks a game pretty good for a 19 year old kid um but i think just but his size at the guard spot um i think is what makes him able to do that um which also makes him very switchable which is obviously very useful in today's age in the nba i think will only get more useful so why not you know i've noticed he's pretty good at it why not throw out a hot take yeah do it connie what do you think about Cade winning multiple defensive player or defensive all team uh, he's got a lot of offensive load on his shoulders, and those guys that can do both are rare. Um, Kobe, MJ, Tatum, Braun, you know, Giannis, right? Okay. Yeah, Giannis is an like okay, maybe Except. not LeBron. Giannis and LeBron are kind of a different strategy. That's true. Yeah, physical monstrosities like <laughs> Chris Paul, Kobe, and Jordan were both also more physically gifted than yeah chris paul Paul, i always come back to chris paul with um with Cade because paul chris paul is like the greatest possible outcome of what this man could be so if he does it with smarts he does it with length Uh, also last year or yeah last year there was a couple times where killian and Cade like swarm a ball handler in the corner and trap them together Mm -hmm. and yeah I feel like it would always come out with something good. And I think that could also be the case with him and Ivy. So, And Ivy's yeah. going to get there a lot faster than either one of them, too. So it may be even more effective. He could do it. And if he does that, he'd, like, he's a truly special guy, which we all believe he is. Yeah. Do. yeah. Gabe, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, what they said, I could see it. He has the size to uh... – he doesn't always have to guard the quickest guy with Killian out there or IV2 potentially. So it kind of plays to his strengths where he can kind of overwhelm like a, a two guard or then switch or play help set on some screens. Yeah, I could see it happening for sure. So it's like stronger to do that. Yeah, yeah he, he will get stronger. I don't know. He just, or not, he didn't post them, but um, his he trainer posted stronger. a few photos of him. He looks really strong, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, knowing the character that he is and then seeing a little bit of that footage of the Rico Hines runs, I don't know if you guys paid attention to this, but when they played Steph Curry's team, he picked up Steph. He was the one saying, no, I want him. And he was picking it up early. Like, and he mm-hmm. wasn't, he wanted that responsibility. And that's the character he is. So I don't think oh, we might make him back away from those challenges just to save him on offense a little bit, but he's not a guy who's going to like just be guarding. Like, I don't know, say we play the Cavs. We're not going to stick him on a coral all the time and just have him sit in the corner, you know? Like, yeah. I think we'll see him take a shot at uh, Garland and um, and Mitchell in those situations. And then, like I said, we can also see him take shots at um, maybe some smaller wings or just like some uh, best case scenario, some average size wings as well. Um, if he can expand that defensibility guard like one through three and then maybe some really small fours, if he bulks up, I think that'd be great. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I- I'm really high on Cade defensively. Well, like you said, you know, he, he's going to be the star of this team. So hopefully we can find someone else that can take some of the defensive pressure off of him. Um, so I wanted to put this question out there to you guys with Mitchell now being on the Cavs tie game, four minutes left. Who's guarding Donovan Mitchell and who's guarding Darius? Gar- Give me get, let me get Killian on, uh, on Mitchell. And then let me get, let me get Kate on the other one. I did the other way around. I would go Kate on Garland and Ivy or Killian on Mitchell. Yeah. That's true. I mean, could Donovan's athleticism burn Killian and Kate? Is that why you went with Ivy? 
yeah, I think he's just our he's our best athletic matchup. And yeah. I mean, I gotta see how he plays defense on the NBA level, but he seems to be a very willing guy as well. And that was Casey's challenge to him when he was drafted. Um, from a physic from like a physical tool standpoint, I think he's the best of those. He has he has the best physical tools to play defense with out of those three guys. From like quickness, wingspan, yeah. like that's my guy. What about Diallo? Would you put Diallo on Mitchell? It's too slow, I think. I think so. Laterally? But then, then you got to have Diallo out in those closing Yeah, you, you don't want yeah. Diallo closing the game. Like, I'd rather have a guy that's going to do something on offense more. I've got a, you know? I've got a, little, I've got a little shout for this, um, this question for Mitchell. Give me Livers. <laughs> Very good defender. Very good. Yeah. yeah. He's... He's too slow though for. I don't think so. Honestly. Anyway, should we move on? Not the primary guy. Or maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, yeah, Val, you got one more. Oh yeah, sure. I, I guess I'll just. I guess these kind of tie in two together. Um, they're both shooting related. Okay. Um, first one is about Isaiah Livers, and I have to give credit to Alan this one because he came up with it, and I thought that's genius right when I heard it. So brace yourselves. Um. Isaiah Livers to finish the season with a top five three-point percentage in the entire NBA. Love it. I love yeah. I love the option. Like, totally, totally real. Honestly, fully realistic. I know, right? I was shocked. <laughs> Livers shooting 44% from three this year. Right. And then just to wow. tie in that, the last one was, um, yeah, I'm on the Isaiah Stewart three-point train. I said 40%. Oh, Dave has one. That's yeah, take, my take is that he'll lead the team in three-point percentage. Love it. Yeah, he won't make the most. He won't take the most. But those corner threes, the pick and pops with Kate, just easy <laughs> wide open threes. Like, I mean, you think he shooting yeah. forty? What? You think he's shooting forty? Forty-two. I don't think, but I could see it happening. Uh, okay. <laughs> How many attempts per game, realistically, are you thinking from Isaiah Stewart? Just attempts. Three, four. I'm so happy. That's a that's a lot. Yeah, I'd be great for that. I, I'd be. I, I would love. Them. Yeah, I, I I'm really high on Stu's threes too. My question for you guys, and you know, this may not be ideal for Valley's hot take, but does Isaiah Livers' self creation go up? Do you think he shows a little bit more this year? Not at all. I don't think so. I, I think he's got a simple role here in the team. I don't think it needs to be yeah. oversimplified. There's, there's a lot of creators on this, this squad. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, anything else question. you guys bring up? Do you What's think that? Isaiah Stewart will have an Aaron Baines type game where he'll hit like 10 threes? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> there's going to be some garbage team later in the season. It'll be against like, I don't know, the Spurs or something where like Jakob Pertl just, like, doesn't ever, like, fully come to <laughs> the point line. They're just like, all right. And it's just pick and pop. Or, like, fucking pass it around. And he's just hanging out, and he just gets hot. I think, like, yeah, seven, seven-something threes in a game. I think totally realistic to have him, like, as a one-off thing. Yeah. I like it. I- I'm really excited for Stu to start shooting threes. I'm really confident in it. I'm more confident in him than Killian, unfortunately at this very second, but I, I'm really high on two shooting threes. Um, what else do you guys want to talk about? Any other hot takes you guys want to throw out there? Same with Steamers. Valley's always good at hot takes. Yeah, Valley. <laughs> Are you guys out? Do you guys have any more? Uh, I, could, I had uh, Marvin Bagley for most improved player uh, as well. That depends on his minutes. I think if you compare it to like his King's time last season and he keeps doing what he was doing at the end of the season of 2022, you know, you can make a case uh, for Marvin Bagley most improved. Mm-hmm. With no threes. No threes. Strictly shooting like 65% in paint touches, getting like 15 and 10 a game. He most improved. I've got okay. a, I've got an opening lineup hot take and it's okay. the five and i could see kelly olenic starting yes. yeah I could see it. four yes. no like four or five whatever with Stu. four or five interchangeable yeah with isaiah stewart yeah I could uh-huh. see 
I mean, if they want spacing and they're not going to go with livers, then it's got to be Kelly. Yeah. I can see that definitely happening. That's for sure. Uh, any other thoughts you guys want to throw out there before we wrap up the pod? That's all I got. You guys want to run a quick, if you want, you want to run a quick game of uh, guess that piston. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Let's run it. Let's run it. Run it. Impromptu game, folks. Let's see who's going. Connie, you got one. How do you want to go about the guessing structure? Should we just go in a little line here? Go one yeah. by one. I'll do it. I'll, I'm taking control of it here, Amit. Uh, All right, shoot. Go one by one order of where you guys' pictures are in the Zoom call. So, Amit, you got first, you got first, you got first question. All right. Um, what's a good first question? Uh, was he coached by Dwayne Casey? Yes. Who's second on your Valley? Are they currently on the roster? No. Gabe. Uh, are they a guard? No. Is he white? Yes. Was he on the team last season? No. Uh, was he a starter? No. I was going to ask about jersey numbers, but you guys don't memorize them like that. Let me think. I'm trying to make the question that's better for all of us. Do uh, we narrow it on the position? No, I, that, that's where I was going to go. Is he a, um, a four or a five? Yes. Okay. Three more. Got a white four or five bench player. Casey took over 18-19 was his first year, right? Or 17-18. Um, white guy off the bench. Oh, big idea just came into my mind. Um, guesses count as questions? Yeah, if you guess. After, like you At the end of it, y'all each get a guess. But if you okay, guess okay. during, they count as, count as questions. Okay, okay. Um, over 2018, by the way. Okay, okay. Um, was his jersey number 30 or above? Give me a sick. Yeah. Oh. No, I understand. I, yeah. I've got a guy in my mind right now. Yes. What was it? It was? Yes, 30 or above. That's eight. Oh, I don't know. Uh, was he a three-point shooter? Yeah. Like, was he like a classic white guy, big white guy, stretched? Oh, I think yeah. I know. <laughs> I think I know. All right, you, got, you guys got a lead on it. Finish it off. Take the last question. Well, Gabe just said what I think it is or who I think it is. Who said it? John Luer. Yes, sir. Yes, <laughs> I mean, I was like, no. <laughs> was that was insane uh, takes. So was John Luer should have been sixth man of the year. <laughs> he averaged, I think he, he was up like 10. Yeah, he had 10 and 5 one season, and Valley said he should have been sixth man of the year. And he got us KPJ before we flipped them, so not totally useless. Uh, anyone else got a piston they want to throw out there for guess that piston? I, I, I got a guy. All right. You got one uh, right now? Yeah. Should what we, do you want to do on the order? Gabe, who's first on your, on your screen in the Zoom? I can't even see it. <laughs> you, you, you guys can just go. Whoever wants to go first. Here, okay. we'll, go, we'll go alphabetical. We'll go Mick, Connie, and me. Okay, okay. Uh, what, was he coached by Dwayne Casey? 
No. Yeah. Sandman Man? No. Ooh. Um, was he on a championship team? No. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm done. Some guy who played under, like, Maurice Cheeks or something. Um, was he a white guy? Yes. Uh, the forward? No. Were they in the rotation ever consistently? No. Oh, no. Oh, no. You'll know this guy, though. You'll, you'll know him. Oh. Was his jersey number greater than 10? <laughs> yes. Was he – oh, sorry, not my turn, not my turn. <laughs> Amit, when did you start watching Pistons? Uh, I mean, I, I watched an 04, but I probably didn't tune back in until, like, 2015, 16. Okay, then you may not know this. Guy. Yeah, I may not. I may not. Um, I'll give you a hint. He's not American. That was my. That was gonna be my question. Can I? Can uh, I throw out a wild shout right now? I throw sure. out a wild shout as well. Is it Vyacheslav Krovstrov? <laughs> yes, it yeah. is. <laughs> I knew. I knew it. They said his name before. That's who I'm gonna guess. Yeah, we yeah. have. We have. <laughs> many. Know him? Know him? Uh, yeah, Krovstrov. That's awesome, Valley. You got a guy? Uh, yeah, sure. I can come up with one. Give me like. Give me like. Give me like. 20 seconds, I'll come up with one. Um, okay. We got elevator music playing. That team also had Charlie B, Stucky, Kyle Singler, Tayshaun Prince, and Corey McGetty. Brutal. Weird line. Wow. Wow. I'm brutal. glad I missed that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Coached by Lawrence Frank. He's <laughs> a really good front office guy for the Clippers now. Who, Lawrence Frank? Yeah. Huh, who would have thought? Uh, uh, here's a quick trivia. Yeah, what's that? What rank were we in attendance in the 2012-2013 season? Last. 30. 29. 28. Who had lost the Kings? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> um, I, got a, I got a guy, by the way. 2012-2013. Uh, All right, go ahead. I, yeah, I, I got him. Uh, Dwayne uh, Casey guy. No. Sandman guy? Um, Pelicans and Kings were behind us in 12-13. Interesting. Um, yes, he was a Stan Van Gundy guy. Uh, starter? No. Is <laughs> he a guard? Uh, yeah, he was, he was a guard, yeah. What do we got so far? He was Stan Van Guy and he was a guard. Not a starter. Not a starter. Uh, Connie, did you ask your question? The one I've no, been taking? Not yet. Okay. All right. Is he white? No. Okay. All right. Uh, did he get rotation minutes? My heart says no. Um, no. Oh, God. <laughs> Not not ever consistently. He had never um, – he averaged 10.1 minutes a game. That was his most ever in a season for us. Do we look back on him fondly, or is he, like, a hated player? I don't or think just... there's much of an opinion. <laughs> okay. But he is more popular than Beatrice Lovecraftro. <laughs> I had to guess. Hmm. You gotta get deep into your 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 Pistons memories here. And then guy, um, we know he's a guard. Is his jersey number greater than thirty? Uh, no. Pretty sure. Making sure right now, but I, I want to say no. Yeah, it was not. Uh. Is it my turn? Uh, I think it's Connie. Okay. The known shooter? Of his skill set in the NBA, yeah, shooting was one of them. Uh, I have a guess, I guess. Sure. It's supposed to be. Tim yeah. Fraser? No. He's more like a two 
that could he was not a one by any means. How many questions have we had? I don't know. <laughs> I've gone twice, so I think we're at like six. Oh man. And his jersey number was under 30? Yes. You said he wasn't white, right? He was not white. I think I have a guess. Um Was he under 6'5"? He was not under 6'5". Okay. Whoa, what coach was he? Was his ass? Van Van. Van Van. Yeah, that's Much credit to Zion, by the way. I completely forgot he had to play under Stan Van Gundy. Um, what's another question? You guys got a question? I'm out. I think uh, I probably stumped all of you. I think you did. Is he in the league? No. Did he have any success in the league past the Pistons? No, he was on one team. He was on one team for one season after his stint with the Pistons. Okay. Oh, this is going to be one of those dumb guys. Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did he get drafted by, by us? Yes. All right, is that 10? Yeah, I think that's 10. You guys want some hints? No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. So he got drafted. He was drafted by us. He's above 6'5". He's not white. And you said he's like a, more of a two? Yeah, he was a and two. His jersey number's under 30. And he's above. Yeah. He, yeah, he, yeah, he did not have a fantastic NBA career. He is currently playing overseas, so he's still okay, playing. So he's not that old. Oh, there's some random. We got what? These are not guesses. Yeah, like Gabinji. In English. Gabinji. Whatever his name was. Syracuse. All right. Uh, Stan Van guy, bench guy, didn't play. I'm gonna Darun Hillard. Hey! Darun Hillard. Yeah, Darun. Uh, I know Gabe is just speaking very highly. What team did he play for after the Pistons? Uh, he played 14 games after his two years of the Pistons with the Spurs, where he averaged 1.1 points a game. How many? That's crazy. 1.1. <laughs> <laughs> 1. 1. That's incredible. Hayes numbers. All right, Gandhi. Easy. <laughs> that's <one> throw. <laughs> All right, I got one. Um. Let's see if I can do this. All right, go. Uh, we'll go Connie, Gabe, Bally. Uh, starter? At one point, yeah. Uh, Casey coach? I think at the, at the very, very beginning of Casey. Okay. Uh, Darun's playing for Bayern right now, by the way. I, I look. He yeah. actually... He actually signed for Maccabi Tel Aviv. He was at Bayern last season. Yeah, that's like the squad. Too, he just uh, signed. Yeah, Moose played in a. When, uh, yes, Greg Monroe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is it my turn? Yeah. Uh, were they a guard? Yes. Two, yeah. three, but yeah. Okay. Sorry, was he a starter or not? So yeah. But that means not. Um. Very beginning. <laughs> White? No. Did I go with the first non-white guy? I think so. <laughs> no, you said the root oh, for you or for everyone. Uh, is he a point guard? Uh, no, he's a two-three. Oh, two-three, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. I think that's four. Were they known for shooting? Yeah. The above six five. I be- yeah, I believe so. Double check. Is he in the league still? I'm pretty sure he is. Yeah. Oh, pretty sure. Okay. Um. Yeah, yeah. Has he had uh success on a team like? Uh, has he had playoff success outside of, yeah. 
I'm pretty sure, yeah. Did they play for either of the LA teams? Yeah. I gotta guess. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't dive too deep for this one. Yeah, if you want to guess, do one more narrow down guess, and then we can all take a swing at yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, would you consider him a good defender? Meh. Serviceable? Yeah. All right. I got, I got one or two guys here. I'm going to guess my first, which is Wayne Ellington. No, but I did consider choosing him. So is it Reggie? Is it Reggie Bullock? It is Reggie Bullock. <laughs> Dude, that's a he's a good defender. He's killing it on. Was he? I don't remember him being that great. Us, I thought he, he was really good for the Mavericks last year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's, he's grown as a three and D guy, I think. Yeah, he's grown. I mean, that's why I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, thank you guys for listening to our Hot Takes episode of the Buffs on Podcast with the bonus guest, that Piston game. We hope you guys enjoyed it. We really appreciate all the support you guys have been giving us. So until next time, throw the Buffs on Detroit. The future is bright. Yay!